Hello, Podlers. Thank you ever so much for downloading and hopefully subscribing. Coming up, I take things far too far. Don't, don't be creeped out by me. Hey, yeah, we're still mates, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Call me. One can only hope that HR have been furloughed. Enjoy the show. Brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute radio. It's your Tuesday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where I'm craving your first thoughts like a zombie craves your brains. Matt Dyson, hello. Good morning to you, Dave. How are you? I'm very good. Thanks for asking. I haven't had a lot of sleep. Evangeline has been uh, not sleeping through the night, but I know you feel my pain and my brother. Yes. Uh, Good morning, Emma Jones and Glenn Moore. Good morning. Hello. So... First thoughts-wise, uh, Matt, let me start with you. What, what came to mind this morning? I haven't slept, so technically I don't have a first thought. It would have been a last thought well, that which just lasted it. for nine hours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mine is uh, that I'm living a lie, and my wife is living a lie at the moment <gasps> well. Like true lies. Mm. I knew yeah. it. Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, you're here, aren't you? I knew it all along. It's, it's, it's not as serious as you might think, but uh, my local shopkeeper, oh. Nina, uh, she uh, has been calling Katie Kerry for the past two or three months now, and uh, I can't correct her on it because it's going to be too awkward. And that, and so it started off. Like and they'll find out saying, about your other wife, Kerry. Well, Matt, yeah. and if you thought she about that, she'd be like, "Oh, how's, yeah, everything okay? How's Kerry?" Uh, I thought, she's saying Katie. You're like, "Shh." She's saying Katie, I think. Um, but, um, and then, and then Katie started going in the shop as well. And now she's like, whenever Katie goes in, she's like, oh, Kerry, how are you, Kerry? Everything okay, okay. Kerry? And just constantly calling her Kerry. And she can't correct her, and I can't correct her because it's just too awkward. I'm sure it'll be fine. What if there is a way around it that you just buy as much alcohol as you can and get Katie to, to dress as young as she possibly can and then so the shopkeeper goes I'm really sorry obviously it is company policy I'm going to have oh, to see I some ID you yes. hand it over and she goes oh I see <laughs> oh, I see yeah look at it look at the card read the details yeah Katie yeah. it says Katie better than my solution which I thought is the only way out of this because it's too socially awkward to deal with is she's going to have to change her name to Kerry I mean you know well, it that's what we're thinking. Katie knows <laughs> yeah. it we, we all know it it's just that's pretty much what's happened Matt job. just needs to marry someone called Kerry and then yes <laughs> yeah sorry mate divorce is on the card okay, there's no other right. way there's no other way okay fine we are later. 10 minutes into the show we've already divorced Matt and his wife has had to change her name uh, welcome uh, coming up more of your first thoughts it's your Tuesday morning It's Tuesday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where I'm asking for your first thoughts. Amy in Essex has got in touch, saying, hello, Dave and the team. My first thought this morning was, do the cars in the movies, cars, get car insurance or life insurance? Oh, that's yeah. a tricky one. Because I don't know, in the film Cars, are there humans? Because if there aren't humans, then they're just, they're the, you know, then yeah. I guess they wouldn't call it car insurance. Like, we don't call it human insurance, do we? That would sound really suspicious. You'd be like, I think my insurance is run by aliens. <laughs> yeah. That's typical Kerry, that is, getting a human insurance. Yeah. We're on to you, Kerry. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Dave, have you are. ever noticed, sorry, Matt, have you ever noticed that Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and the Alphabet Song are the same tune from Sam and Felix, though? Matt, have you noticed that before? 
Uh, no, I haven't. But now you mention it, yes, they clearly yeah, are. Yeah, they are. Well, let's split. Let's split they the are. team in half. Yeah. Uh, Emma, you and I, we're going to go for A, B, C, D, and you boys, okay. you're going to go for Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Three, two, one. <sighs> a, B, it's a new low, ladies and gentlemen. It so, it's a new low from it so slowly. I wonder what you are. <laughs> Why have you got all Liam Gallagher? I like that. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Um, yes, thank you for that, Sam and Felix. So, Glenn, what was your first thought today? It was cryptic crosswords are a con. Um, I'm angry at them. I don't, <laughs> but I don't believe they're a real thing. I think everyone who claims to play cryptic crosswords is all in on a big conspiracy where they all pretend yeah. to play a game, and it's, it's like Mornington Crescent off. or something. Yeah. There's no, yeah, 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 like not normal yeah, crosswords. I, I can kind of get on board with if it's like king yeah. seven words. I so you go, okay, right, I'll find a different word for king. But cryptic, it's just non. It's, there's nothing there. It's like. Two letters, boat uncompromised. And you're like, what? What? <laughs> the worst thing is, Glenn, I feel like well. someone's playing a prank on me. Is I yeah. had someone explain to me how it worked with the cryptic crosswords. And it, it made it even more suspicious when they were... Te- yeah. It's like, well, you know, boat, alone. Well, obviously, look at the first two letters, Dave, and the last two letters. And you can see, you know, you just... It's an anagram, isn't it? Yeah, That's the answer. Nonsense. I'm like, you're, you're making why would- this up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You wrote this, didn't you? <laughs> Only boomers know how to play them. Only boomers. Yeah, know yeah. yeah. Or what I ever do, whenever I come up across a cryptic crossword, I find enough like sp- blank spaces in it to write, I'm not playing your game, and then I send it back to the newspaper <laughs> from whence it came. It's how the boomers are going to re-inherit the earth. They've been sending yeah, each other secret it, messages yeah. through cryptic crosswords for years. <laughs> yeah. uh, right, your first thoughts, please. Get them in across the Absolute Radio socials, or you can email me, of course, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's Tuesday morning. I want to know the first thing that popped into your mind. And Greg says, Dave, is blinking technically the plural of winking? That's a good point, Greg. That's a good point. Lucy says, Mm. and this is a, I mean, wow, Lucy, wow. Pregnant women have eight limbs and are therefore, technically speaking, arachnids. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, no. Wow, Lucy. Just But they've wow. only got four eyes, so they're half a spider. So actually, that's kind of disappointing. <laughs> Does whatever a spider... Oh, no. Um, you win some, you lose some is almost exclusively said when you lose some. That's from Tony. (laughs) 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 Yeah, Yeah, I've won £2,000. You win some, you lose some. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Your first thoughts, keep them coming, please. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Up next, more of those, and Matt Dice has got your social ammo. (laughs) The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Tuesday morning. And as promised, it is time for Matt Dyson to socially arm us all. Matt Dyson, what's going on? First, a heartwarming story about COVID-19 ingenuity. Someone has introduced to the world the Cuddle Curtain. It is a see-through shower curtain on hooks on a bar held up by two wooden posts with two armholes either side, fully enclosed armholes like you get at like a nuclear power plant or something when you're sticking your arms in to touch the plutonium like, <laughs> like they do. <laughs> but yeah. they're see-through plastic armholes and uh, no skin-to-skin contact. They're completely covered in plastic <laughs> is what it sounded like. 
Okay, my arms go through the top one. <laughs> oh, that is nice though. The audio is nice. I think visually it's harrowing because you just see just yeah. a, a see-through curtain thruster. It's what your parents would look like if they were in saw. It's just, it's horrible to look at. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Or if Jabba the Hutt had been angry with them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It, is, it is quite strange. But they seem to enjoy the cuddle. You know, they seem to be both happy with that. Uh, oh, it's lovely. I, I mean, I don't know if it's above board 100% because they're, st they're within the distance of each other. They're just blocked by a bit of plastic. I'm not sure if it's 100% on, on following yeah, the rules. Yeah, I, I don't think that's still allowed. But um. I don't think it is, is it? So anyway, <laughs> there is the uh, cuddle curtain and it's now banned. So uh, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> it's been banned. Uh, the next story, which you've probably seen by now as well, is the most honest review of a flat you will ever see. It's an amazing story. It's by an actor called Sandy Batchelor. Uh, he says uh, his letting agent asked him to make a video of the flat, which they're basically being forced out of. Uh, and it's just him giving a very honest review of what the flat is like. Right, welcome to the virtual view in our flat. Uh, this is the living room. All this is coming with us because the flat comes unfurnished. There's the bins just outside the living room window. That's lovely in the summer when it's hot. Ant bait station because <laughs> there's ants. That fireplace doesn't work. There's some shells. The uh, boy who put them in must have been drunk when he did it because there's about a 30 degree angle on them. So it's, it's him going around the whole house, slating everything about it. There's little bits of papers, uh, little bits of A4 paper that say things like, do not rent this house. There is a ghost that lives here. Because <laughs> like I, I, what's happened to me and Katie when we were renting and the landlord decided to sell, it's when I first realised why everyone hates estate agents. Because they were just like constantly, constantly honest to arrange viewings. And, you know, you've got to leave the house on Saturday so we can arrange viewings. Turning up last minute when it's supposed to give you notice oh, good, yeah. really annoying so what a great way to stick it to the to the man to the estate agents by doing this honest review here's another little snippet this is the bedroom that blinds yours there's a damp problem up here i told the landlady about it and she sent an email back saying to keep the place well ventilated in January! <laughs> so, I think this is a great idea because you want to limit house viewings. You want to yeah. limit house viewings as much as possible because, yeah, whenever I was renting and they'd say, you've got five viewings in today and it was like, oh, for God's sake, because you'd be in the middle of like eating breakfast and they'd come in and say, yeah. just keep doing what you're doing normally and you feel like a museum anim animatronic. <laughs> Whereas just sort of like, <laughs> we ate breakfast in the Victorian period and like the spoon's just sort of going up to your mouth but you're not eating anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and, it's, and it's honest, you know. All the questions are answered in that video, certainly. It's your Tuesday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where we're asking for your first thoughts. We believe, and Glenn said this during the last song, he thinks the greatest first thought we've ever had was from Tony, which was, you win some, you lose some, is almost exclusively said when you lose some. <laughs> which is great. But there's more to come, thanks to Claire and Terry. Terry kicks us off. Dave, lockdown had me thinking. If humans could fly, we consider it a form of exercise and then probably never do it. Thanks, Terry. Yeah. And Claire says, <laughs> cats might not be able to spread the coronavirus, but I bet they would if they were given the chance. 
Uh, thank you very yeah. much indeed, Claire. Thank you, Terry. Coming up next, I have a big question to ask you all. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Tuesday morning. The warmest of welcomes to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where it is time for six degrees of national days. And today is National Endangered Species Day. A chance for us all to learn about endangered species and how to protect them. One of the first ever species to be classified as endangered was the passenger pigeon as far back as 1900. Pigeons are incredibly intelligent animals. They can recognize each letter of the alphabet, differentiate between photographs and even distinguish different human faces. There are 43 muscles in the human face, which all help us make 10,000 unique facial expressions. The key facial expression, smiling, releases dopamine, serotonin and endorphins. You can also get endorphins and a rush from them by eating very spicy food, which is not as bad as it sounds. So, on National Endangered Species Day, I'm asking you to tell me something which is not as bad as it sounds. Email me, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. <laughs> Matt Dyson, let me bring you in here. Something you've experienced in your lifetime that's not as bad as it sounds. I mean, I've been to Nottingham Forest with you, so, I mean, that yeah, must be that pretty that high much. on the list, right? That's good, no. <laughs> no, it's actually something which I know you agree with me. Having your nasal hair waxed. I had that done on the show before we no. went into lockdown. And, uh, I mean, it's there's a very short second of pain. But then you've got two weeks of completely clear, no itchy nostrils. It's ama- I've been like an evangelical preacher going around talking to every man with hairy nostrils. <laughs> fine, saying you need but to they do love it. That in the so video, worth it. <laughs> it's so worth it. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm going to find the Turkish barber as soon as lockdown ends, and, I'm, and it's changed my life. Waxing my nasal hairs. I think I, it's so it's too needlessly decadent. It's like when you see a really wealthy Instagram influencer and they eat a burger that's been like coated in gold, and you go, "Well, it won't taste nice." Though, will it? I know it's very rich, but it's not <laughs> it's not delicious, is it? Yeah. And then you look at their 250 million likes and you go, Well, oh, maybe I should have a gold burger. <laughs> yeah, I should have a burger, yeah. <laughs> um, Matt Dyson, I was there when you waxed your nostrils and it was a beautiful thing to see. It did take two yanks on your left nostril, I think, oh, to yeah. get the stick out. But even that, it's not as bad, not as bad as it sounds. Okay, well, thank you very much indeed. Emma Jones, let's cross to you right now. What's not as bad as it sounds? Well, I got a lot of grief over the weekend for putting uh, sweet corn on a homemade pizza. <laughs> and uh, a lot of people told me that wasn't acceptable, but it's not as bad as it sounds. I think there's... I love sweet corn on a pizza. That's good. It's, it's good. Fine. It's fine. It's I, if Domino's it does it, it's fine. And they do it on yeah. their Veggie Supreme. So exactly. And you know what? My, my, every time me and my girlfriend get pizza, what she always gets from like Domino's or anywhere, she gets a margarita pizza with just sweet corn added. And I think that is a waste of a pizza, but I don't, I'm not against yeah. the idea of it being on there in the first yeah. place. I think Emma putting the whole cob on was a bit extreme. Though, yeah. <laughs> just folding the dough around it. Yeah, yeah. Calzone. How do you even eat that? A corn on the cob, calzone. Uh, so. Get them into me. As I say, it's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. On National Endangered Species Day, I'm asking you to tell me about something which is not as bad as it sounds. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Tuesday morning. It is also National Endangered Species Day, which is why I'm asking you about something which is not as bad as it sounds. And I need to clarify here, I don't mean endangered species. That is as bad as it sounds. <laughs> it is bad, yeah. <laughs> it just occurred agree. to me then when I said it out loud. It's, it's, it's a National Endangered Species Day. What's not as bad as it sounds? What's a good thing? 
having said that, having said that, if that a paper, awful. if a papers, if a papers were suddenly like wasps are about to go extinct, we'd all be like, oh no, what a shame. Oh dear, what a shame we don't have wasps anymore. Oh, oh well, never mind. Uh, so nationally endangered species day. What is not as bad as it sounds? And James, a dear listener, has sent us all a voice note. Here we go. Hi, David Nagang. I'd like to recommend uh, root canal fillings for some things which aren't really as bad as they seem. You get to the dentist, the smell just hits you straight away. It's a lovely smell. You're waiting there in anticipation. You go in, you're going for your injection first. Your face starts to melt, it, it really is numb. Then the fun really happens. From the drilling down, the noise, the smell, and the time really, you could be sat there for about half an hour. Depends how deep these things go. Uh, but I've had four, I can highly recommend them. And uh, really, <laughs> just embrace the experience. Take care. Wasn't this in Little Shop of Horrors? <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is literally yeah. Bill Murray's character. Yeah. It's either that it's or he is... <laughs> uh, uh, the whole time I was listening to it, I was like, is he a dentist? And he's going, yeah. so it's not so bad. Come on down. <laughs> yeah. It's he's like gone those one kind step of, further. Um, not only is it not as bad as it sounds, but he's actually recommending it. Yeah. 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 It's, and also, it's like the, the, the adverts you see in America for law firms. He's one of those guys, yeah. isn't he? He's, got, he's better call Saul yeah. of the dentistry yeah. world. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I would I would love an accident that wasn't my fault now for the way you're selling it to me. I, also, I think the, the least appealing part of that was when he said, and your face starts to melt. I was like, generally, that's not a good thing. <laughs> uh, but James, thank you for getting in touch. So on National Endangered Species Day, I'm asking you to tell me about something which is not as bad as it sounds. I'm not talking about endangered species. Hashtag snow leopards. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where on six degrees of national days and on National Endangered Species Days, I'm asking you, what's not as bad as it sounds? And joining me right now, a stable mate. A man who makes my legs turn to jelly every time I see him. One of the finest broadcasters in the country. He's a fun-loving Scorpio with a heart of gold. The conf the evening at 10pm, we through the decades. It's Dan Noble. Morning, Dan. Good morning. I'm not quite sure how I can top that, so hi, guys. <laughs> yeah, Dan, I've loved you since the moment I first saw you. And the first moment I saw you was like 5.30 in the morning. So it's like, for me to love someone at that time is a big stretch. And then throughout the day, I thought, I really do love that man. Dan, everything you say, I want to play Barry White underneath it. It's just effortlessly sexy. I love it. So on National Endangered Species... Shall I stop hitting on my work colleagues? I get what you mean. Yeah, I'll move on. Okay, cool. It's Uh, it's embarrassing for everyone. Yeah, okay, fine. Fine, that's fine. Um, So what's not as bad as it sounds, Dan, in your world? What's happened to you? What's gone on? Um, A couple years ago, I went travelling and I went to Australia and um, we visited an Aboriginal tribe and they uh, wanted me to try one of their like local delicacies which was a witchery grub oh we're getting into oh. arms we're getting me out of here territory oh. right it's very they bush tucker trial yeah and yeah. they're like the kind of little kind of cream colored fat worm ones aren't they yeah that's the yeah so they basically like um they showed me them they like live in trunks of trees and they're kind of like i guess like yeah, like bald fat caterpillars is probably the best way to describe. That's what I podcast. So, um, so well, what an amazing experience to start with. And you're saying they're not as bad as they sound when you eat them. Yeah, I mean they look horrendous, but in that situation, if you offered it, it would really be rude to say no. 
Um, so I tried a bit, and it actually tasted like scrambled eggs. Oh, oh that's really that's worse. Oh my God, goodness Dude, me. This is such a dumb I've question. Been, I've, been, I've been bigging you up, I've been hitting on you, and then you say scrambled <laughs> eggs. It's horrible. Uh, sorry, so what was your question, Glenn? Sorry. Are they live or dead when you have them? Oh, no, I'm not a monster. No, no, definitely dead. Um, <laughs> but I did... I, I mean, it's it's first Glenn. <laughs> yeah. although, although, I didn't watch them cook it, but, um, yeah, it was along those lines, yeah. Were you tempted to have another one? Were they as good as... Were they good for a second portion, or did you just have the one and move on? Unfortunately, I had to share it all around with my mates, so uh, I only took a little bite. But it's weird, it had the... Cons- the con- like, it looked like scrambled eggs and tasted like scrambled eggs. Wow. Dan will be back on Friday evening at 10pm with Through the Decades. Dan Noble, ladies and gentlemen. Cheers, Dan. Lots of love, my friends. Thank you, guys. Don't, don't be creeped out by me, OK? Yeah, we're still mates, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Call me. Call me, Dan. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's Tuesday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where my email address is an open shop. Get in touch about anything at any time. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. And that's exactly what Paul in Wigan has done. And he says, morning, Dave. Do you ever have that thing where someone inadvertently guesses your job? After a bout of sarcasm? Yes, that. After a trip to Asda in Wigan last night, I had just that. I was having a heated disagreement with a couple who found it difficult to follow the green arrows and maintain a suitable social distancing, as you do. I politely asked them to observe the rules and was then asked, who are you? The COVID police? Well, yes, actually, I'm a police officer (laughs) in Merseyside, says Paul. (laughs) I'm still angry about it now. Let's be honest, following a green arrow and staying two metres away from others is not difficult, yet people seem to find it impossible. Thanks for letting me share. PC Paul in Wigan. Oh, I hope Uh, he got his badge out. Yeah. You'd have to, wouldn't you? You just, you calmly take it out of your pocket and go, you'd have to put the basket down first, which would be a bit awkward and ruin the big Hollywood moment. But you put the basket down, yeah. <laughs> then you'd reach into your pocket and you go, yeah. Uh, Glenn, this might apply to you more than the rest of us. Have you ever had someone say, what, are you a comedian? Uh, yeah, in a, in a way that was kind of terrifying. About three years ago, I was on my way back from a dreadful, dreadful Christmas, like office work party comedy gig. And one of the other acts was giving me a lift to Tunbridge Wells Station, and we were trying to get there as quickly as possible. And uh, my friend who was driving uh, it inadvertently broke the speed limit, and as a result, uh, we were pulled over by the police. Uh, and, <laughs> trying to expl- and the police officer, he was trying to explain the situation to the police officer. He said, well, sorry, we were coming from a comedy gig, and we were trying to get to Tunbridge Wells Station, trying to give my friend a lift to the station to get the last train. And the police officer was sort of like, what, were you both, you know, were you both on the bill? And we were like... Do we say yes? Because we we were, but <laughs> I feel like the police officer would take that. Yeah, we'll, we'll immediately yeah. be breathalysed, like straight yeah. away. If we're like, yes, we were actually. And I, I, I actually think we were rather good. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was obviously we just, we just sort of went yeah 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 kind of. And then he sort of asked, he was like, have you got any jokes? And we were like, yeah, but not not not, not now. Yeah, <laughs> like, not, not, what is the line? Now. You wouldn't ask a builder to build a wall, is it? That what it yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was really, was really nice about it. It was terrifying. Uh, thank you very much indeed for getting in touch. PC Paul in Wigan. And as I say, you can get in touch anytime you like. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's a Tuesday morning. The warmest of welcomes to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show where we are about to be given our fourth 
Lockdown Team Challenge. Our third one was the scavenger hunt in which we curiously discovered that the smaller your home, the better your advantage. We also discovered that despite having them in his front pocket, Matt Dyson was the slowest member of the team to get his own keys. But this whole set of challenges from lockdown has been fraught with danger and controversy. A self-portrait using just stuff from around the house and with no one else's help and you guys out there voted on which one you thought was the best. And the winner with five points, 51.5% of the vote is our very own reigning champion, Emma Jones. Yes! yes. Glenn came second yes. with 18.6%, getting three points. Unbelievable. Shopping so, up some tomatoes and you call that art ridiculous. <laughs> well, look, I'm not a very creative person, but I have to say the competition was extremely weak. Well, hang on a second. Oh. Oh. Not as filling as I thought it would be, actually. Mm. That was disgusting. And now just leave my family to deal with the aftermath. A live scavenger hunt on Zoom. Five items from your humble abode revealed one at a time. Once the final team member returns to the screen, the team member with the lowest cumulative time will win. Winning the team challenge. Getting all five from the scavenger hunt in 35 seconds. It was. Ooh. Emma Jones. Glenn yes! came second with 50 seconds. Oh, oh so get in. Living in a fruit. tiny flat finally comes into its home. <laughs> yeah. So, as I say, before we embark on the fourth challenge, it's worth noting this is how the table stands. Matt Dyson, you are bottom with no points. I am third with three points. And Emma Jones and Glenn Moore are joint first with 11 points. So basically you get five points for a win, three points for coming second, one point for third, and a big fat zero for coming last. And up next, I'm going to open the email that Hypebeast Womble producer Mark has sent, and we will discover our next challenge. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning, you're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. I'm about to open another email from the Hypebeast Womble producer Mark. Team, are you ready? Yes. 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 You don't sound it. <laughs> so fascination <laughs> team challenge number four. I mean, I'm not. I'm not really playing properly anymore after I was disqualified. But go on. Oh come on! Oh, oh come, come on! on. Come on! Grow up. Be a bit more sure Pierce. <laughs> Get stuck in, son. Okay. Oh, just scanning this. Uh, grow up is actually quite apt. Okay, and now it's time uh, for us to uh, discover our challenge. Uh, good morning, team. Um, that's what Mark says. The self-isolation team challenge, blah, blah, blah. After the show this morning, you will take part in the ultimate staring contest, but in complete and utter isolation. <laughs> I know you love a bit of screen time, what you're looking at, I don't know. No questions asked. <laughs> but now it is time to put you to the test. Who can stare into their phone camera for the longest time without blinking? As soon as you blink or look away, you are out. The team member who can outstare the others wins. Simple, to quote Theresa May. Yours sincerely, the Hypebeast Womble, <laughs> producer Mark. Okay, so four phones, four pairs of eyes, one isolated staring contest. We will do it after the show and we will upload it onto the Absolute Radio socials. Matt, let me start with you. How are you feeling about this? 
I've got very tired eyes. I'm not really holding that much hope of this one. <laughs> tired eyes burning like um, Emma Jones. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm going to get an excuse out there early. I've got hay fever, so I don't think I'm going to do that. Oh, well, that could be a fact. Oh, well. okay. Glenn? I don't know, because I feel like I could do, say, 20 seconds and think, oh, I think I've absolutely smashed it, and then I get the results back and everyone's done, like, 45 minutes. I've got, yeah. I've got, I, I don't know how long you can, and I don't know how many okay. pain barriers we need to overcome, at which point we go, I'm yeah. not doing this. Okay, uh, just to let you all know, um, I'm not a betting man, and I hope you're not a betting person listening to this. Perhaps you are. If you are, know this. I haven't blinked since 2004. <laughs> you are good it's at actually this blunk. Blunk, blunk. Blunk is the past tense, actually. It's, yeah. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's Tuesday morning where I beg you, I implore you to get in touch. My email address is begging, open and waiting. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. You can get in touch about anything you like, anytime you want. And this one reads, Hi Dave, I love the self-isolation pub quiz that you hold on Friday mornings, despite getting a British rubbish score each week. We have a family quiz on Zoom each Friday, and I shamelessly nick your questions and claim them as my own to test my nearest and dearest. The Disney princess question was excellent. Of course, the question being referred to is, which Disney princess has the least amount of screen time? Guys, what was the answer? Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty. Aurora from Sleeping Beauty. She's only on screen for 18 minutes of that entire film. This goes on to say, and as my daughter and her cousins are all big Disney fans, I thought this would be a knockout question to ask. So I did. There were a few, oh, that's a good one, Paul. Oh, I'm sure I know the answer, etc. Then my daughter pipes up with, it's a trick question, everyone. None of them have a mobile so they all have zero screen time. Puzzled, I asked what on earth she was talking about. Screen time, Dad. You know, how long each day you spent on your mobile. Look, mine's 22% today. So there you have it. Screen time to your average teenager is nothing to do with the silver screen, but the little one that you stare at endlessly each day. <laughs> by the way, my six-year-old nephew got the correct answer without the need to look it up by adding to his screen time. Love the show, Paul. Thanks, Paul. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's a Tuesday morning. It is also National Endangered Species Day. And throughout six degrees of national days, we've ended up asking, what's not as bad as it sounds? Glenn, have you got anything that fits into this wheelhouse? Yeah, uh, if you're a birthday clown and someone says to you, but you must be fun at parties. Um, that's not really an insult. That's more just like a really accurate description of what you do. That yes, I'm. I must. I must be. I simply must be fun at parties. Uh, Helen says having a tattoo. I know mine was pretty small, so it didn't take too long. But I quite like the pain. Who's tattooed out of the team? Out of interest, I've never asked. Think Matt, you haven't got any tattoos, Dave. have you? No, not me. I'm the only tattooed member of You're the team. The only one. Oh, I mean, I've got those teardrops from prison, but other than that... (laughs) Dave's just got that tramp stamp, haven't you, Dave? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Um, Acupuncture. I've had it a few times, so yeah, trust me, it's not so bad. I agree with that, Martin. Leg waxing. 
had it done for charity, nowhere near as bad as I thought. And that's from Alex. And you know, I once waxed a teenage boy with the Foo Fighters. There's a story for you. <laughs> what? <laughs> the Foo Fighters were on a TV show I was hosting, and I don't know how, but we ended up waxing a young lad. We waxed his legs. Me and Dave Grohl. Two Daves and a waxing strip. <laughs> I like the fact that you're like, it's not as bad as it sounds. I mean, the client screamed yes, but it was it was absolutely fine. <laughs> when that person arrived at their, their beauty salon, they were like, Dave Grohl? <laughs> um, <laughs> Stephen says Marmite sandwiches. Have we had a Marmite sandwich? We were discussing Marmite, and because of lockdown, I have no idea if it was on air or off air, but Emma, <laughs> you're mixing Marmite and peanut butter. Yes. Well, we're, I think we're all Marmite lovers, it's, aren't we? It's oh, we Marmite. love Marmite here. We're yeah. big Marmite Marmite shops. peanut butter is, is something that I was doing anyway, it's but now so Marmite good. has bought out a product, which is Marmite blended with peanut butter. It's amazing. I mm. cannot wait to try that. And finally, Julie says, donating blood. Didn't hurt as much. Felt really good for the experience, and it was nice to help somebody else. Well, Julie, well done to you, and thank you, everybody, for getting in touch. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. That's it from the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Thank you ever so much for tuning in and getting in touch. You can do so anytime you like. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. We leave you with the parting gift of a daily podcast. We have been ringing the bell on this particular occasion thrice. And these are the names from the show that will accompany the podcast. If Domino's do it, it's fine. Bald, fat, caterpillars, and two Daves and a waxing strip. So, um, Emma Jones, I'll give you the deciding vote this morning. What are we going for? Well, I know you'll want to name it in honour of Dan Noble, so let's go for the caterpillar. (laughs) Yes. Have I been coming on too strong to Dan? <laughs> I, was, I thought I was being subtle. Is it? Is it? <laughs> okay, Bald Fat Caterpillars is the name of the podcast. Download it from wherever you get your podcast from. And know this, we'll be back tomorrow, 6am. Stay safe, stay entertained. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.